Coming up on 5-Minute News. Prime Ministers of Poland, Czech Republic and Slovenia call for peacekeeping mission in Ukraine. Russia quits the Council of Europe rights watchdog. And Paul says black Americans are doubtful on police reform. It's Wednesday, March 16. I'm Anthony Davis. The leader of Poland's ruling party said on Tuesday that an international peacekeeping mission should be sent to Ukraine and given the means to defend itself after meeting Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Jarosław Kaczynski made his remarks after he and the Prime Ministers of the Czech Republic, Poland and Slovenia arrived in Kiev in a show of high-level backing for Zelensky, who briefed them on the war with Russia. I think that it is necessary to have a peace mission, NATO, possibly some wider international structure, but a mission that will be able to defend itself, which will operate on Ukrainian territory, Kaczynski told a news conference. It will be a mission that will strive for peace, to give humanitarian aid, but at the same time it will also be protected by appropriate forces, armed forces, said Kaczynski, who is seen as the main decision-maker in Poland. Russian airstrikes and shelling hit Kiev on Tuesday, killing at least five people, authorities said, as invading forces tightened their grip and the mayor announced a 35-hour curfew. Polish Prime Minister Matthias Morawiecki, Czech counterpart Petra Fiala and Slovenia's Janis Jansa, who all travelled by train, were the first foreign leaders to visit the capital since the invasion last month. Zelensky, noting that many ambassadors had left Kiev, said the visiting leaders were not afraid of anything and are more afraid of our fate, and thanked them for their support. Meanwhile, US President Joe Biden will travel to Europe for an extraordinary NATO summit on Ukraine next week, as the refugee tally from the invasion hit three million. Russia has quit the Council of Europe, the continent's leading human rights watchdog, preempting an expected expulsion over its attack on neighbour Ukraine. Russia is only the second country to leave the pan-European group tasked with upholding human rights and the rule of law since its formation after World War II. Greece had done the same in 1969, also to avoid expulsion, after a group of army officers seized power in a military coup. It rejoined after restoring democracy five years later. Russia's withdrawal from the institution that devised the European Convention on Human Rights and helped Eastern European nations to democratize their political systems after the collapse of communism carries symbolic weight. But the decision, announced hours before a vote on its expulsion in the Council of Europe's Assembly, also has concrete consequences. The Human Rights Convention will cease to apply to Russia, and Russians will no longer be able to appeal to the European Court of Human Rights against their government. Russia, explaining its departure, accused Western countries of undermining the human rights body, which had suspended Russia's membership the day after it invaded. The resolution, adopted unanimously, said that the impact of Russia withdrawing from Europe's Court of Human Rights would be mitigated by the fact that Moscow failed to properly act on its judgments. Meanwhile, Russia said on Tuesday it had put US President Joe Biden, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and a dozen top US officials on a stop list that bars them from entering the country. 
A new poll by the Associated Press, Nork Center for Public Affairs Research, suggests that few Americans believe there has been significant progress over the last 50 years in achieving equal treatment for black people in dealings with police and the criminal justice system. Most Americans across racial and ethnic groups say more progress is necessary. But black Americans, many who may have held hope in Democrats' promises on racial justice initiatives in 2020, are especially pessimistic that any more progress will be made in the coming years. Among those who think more progress is needed on achieving fair treatment for black Americans by police, 31% say they are optimistic about that happening in the next few years, while 38% are pessimistic. Only 20% of black Americans who think more needs to be done are optimistic, versus 49% that are pessimistic. The AP NOC poll results reflect what some criminal justice advocates have warned elected leaders about for more than a year – that unless something definitive is done soon to begin transforming police and the criminal justice system, it could become more difficult to mobilize dissatisfied black voters in the midterm elections. And already, Democrats' pivot to the center on racial justice issues has given advocates pause. During his first State of the Union address earlier this month, President Joe Biden said the answer to reported rises in violent crime is not to defund the police. The answer is to fund the police with the resources and training they need to protect our communities, Biden said, in remarks that have been seen as a clear disavowal of some Black Lives Matter activists' rhetoric. In 2020, following the execution of George Floyd by police in Minneapolis, many Americans across racial and ethnic backgrounds called for criminal justice reforms in nationwide protests. On Capitol Hill, consensus on reforms via the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act has not been reached nearly two years later. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? Or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions. Just two friends having a lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts.